That's the sound of stuff about to go down. Welcome. What's about to go down? Episode 31. Woo! 31. Yeah. I didn't forget you this week. Hey, by the way, it's What the Pat. Drop your pants, put your shirt, your shorts on. Yeah, that's what I, I don't know. Maybe you don't like to wear shorts, but it's shorts weather, people. Forget about the pants. Let's go. Let's roll in. Let's unbuckle the seatbelt and step out of the car. Unless you're driving, then buckle up and go hands-free. Ah, this episode, I went and saw Shaft. Shut your mouth. I did try to catch some other movies in between, too, but I haven't been able to. It's been crazy since getting back from camping. Caught up on TV shows, finding some new TV shows. Not that I need more TV shows. Like, I want to see Good Omens. Of course, it's on Amazon streaming. It's getting a bunch of flack because, you know, this religious group wants to cancel it from Netflix. Get your facts straight, people! So uh, Amazon agreed to uh, cancel Stranger Things if Netflix promised to uh, cancel Good Omen. That's kind of funny. You can read the news about it if you want or not. But anyway, it's it's been crazy since getting back because I think that's how it goes once you get back in the swing of things from not being in the swing of things. Of course, I don't try to catch up on the news or politics or any of that because I, I I might care, but I don't care to talk about it because it's not enough for me to talk about. There's so many other cool things to talk about, right? Who wants to get down and dreary and drab and sad? I mean, I could talk about how much UPS really just gets me upset at times because I don't understand, you know, a business that their sole purpose is to deliver a package and they really struggle to do that at times, even in the time period that they say. I understand it's it's probably hard to do, but, you know, it's your business and you get packages all the time. I, oh, we're swamped or operations problems and then just don't deliver your package and then you gotta wait to the next day but then you have to wait later in the day I would think if you're supposed to get your package on a Tuesday between like 9 and noon like they say because I never hold them to that because it never happens anyway and then you get a message at 9 o'clock at night that says oh hey we ran into some problems sorry about that and that's it so I would think the next morning it should be here by like you know early morning not 4 or 5 in the afternoon it's very confusing but I don't want to rag on the UPS people because I don't totally understand the logistics of all of it and what goes on behind the scenes I've known a few people that have worked there some have liked it some really hated it and you know same could probably be said about FedEx and the Postal Service too but I find the Postal Service to be a lot more reliable plus I know the window that they're coming to deliver is usually between 10 and 2 now it's kind of funny because I said I would never rant, and I think that's probably a rant. Anyway, I just like to get my packages on time. I, I It's like Christmas. You know, you're expecting it. You're getting excited, the anticipation, and then you're let down or you're excited. What did I get? Well, I upgraded the stereo system in my ProMaster City. It's also Allison's. It's both ours. And I went with a Sony. I can't remember the model number. Somewhere around here. Oh, there it is. It's the XAV-AX210. I mostly got it because 
It's a nice big screen, and it has Android Auto, which I've never gotten to play with or use, and now I have it, which is great. I also got the Maestro box by iDataLink so that I can still use all the features um, that the old radio could do, which really wasn't much, but now I could do so much more. And it's a very cool radio. I've only got to play with Android Auto a little bit just sitting in the driveway. And so far, my review of this whole thing is it's pretty cool. I like that it can be hands-free so I can answer texts and stuff without, you know, having to touch my phone and keep everything legit because that stuff is coming to a halt touching your phone even when you're going down the road. Boom, ticket. Plus, I added a front camera. I can add one more camera, but I don't think I'm pulling this back out of the deck to do that. So now I got a front and a backup camera, which is cool because it's nice to be able to see what's in front of you too, right? If you can do it, do it. Safety. Getting in and out of parking lots and all that is so much easier. So many blind spots nowadays. Plus, once you have a backup camera, I don't think you can ever not have one again. So it's a cool little feature to have. So maybe down the road, if I remember, I'll be like, hey, I'll tell you more about the stereo I got. But it's great. It sounds so much better. does so much more. It has the You can pull up the gauges so you can see a whole lot more of what's going on with the car. tells me tire pressure. It's, it's very cool because I love tech. I think you might have understood that, right? Ah, fragile. I got it through Crutchfield. I can also recommend, because I'm tired of wiring, they offer to wire up your T-harness for you and get it all ready so everything can just plug in. I ran into a few problems plugging into the Maestro because I didn't read directions thoroughly or have the right set of directions, but once I did that, boom, it all worked. Let's move on and upward. Shaft. Yes. It's a sequel to the one that came out in... 99 or 2000? Yep, look at that. 2000. Directed by John Singleton. I really enjoyed that too because, well, it's Samuel Jackson and and I think he fits the role very well. Of course, in that one, he's the nephew to Shaft. Richard Roundtree, like the original Shaft. So I won't spoiler this Shaft because it's called Shaft. Just Shaft, not Shaft 2. Like, you know, because second. But anyway, it was fun. The comedy was great. The action was decent. The story was, yeah, you know. But I think if it wasn't for Samuel Jackson and uh, Shaft Jr., because there's Jr., but you get it if you see it, he was pretty good too. I feel the movie took about 20 minutes to really get some feet to it to get going and to make you want to continue watching it. Uh, And if you watch it, you'll understand why. But I... I could recommend watching it at home. You don't need to scurry off to the theater because there's a bunch of other great movies if you're looking to save some coin on seeing the movies you really, really want to see. But again, go into the theater, support the artist. I think you support them just as well at home if you do on-demand or any of that streaming stuff or even Redbox. Somewhere in there, artists probably get their cut. But overall, I enjoyed the film. It was fun. I had a good time. And even better, I was the only one in the theater. I kind of I kind of like having the place to myself. Especially when you get to have those laugh out loud moments. How is that laugh out loud? L O L. Ah, yeah. <laughs> of course, wife and I are catching up on Deadwood so we can watch the movie. So we're rewatching the first 3 seasons. We're on second season 
And I'm understanding the show a lot more and loving it a lot more than I did when it came out. I loved it when it came out, but I'm loving it more now because I think I'm getting a lot more out of it and understanding. I got a little lost in the story, but I think too much time passed while I was watching it to really keep up with it. Because you really have to pay attention because of how they talk. Because it's not straightforward, if that makes sense. So... Yeah, they don't dumb it down. I'd, I'd like to compare it to Shakespeare at times, because who the heck understands Shakespeare? It, the words are all out of order. I know what the words mean. They're just out of order. That's how my brain works. Put everything in order, people. Anyway, loving Deadwood again. Happy to re- revise it and everything, and I'm looking forward to catching it, the movie on HBO, and seeing how things have changed and everything. Plus, I dig Timothy Oliphant. He's a pretty cool actor. Uh, Hollywood Jack, I believe he played in Man Apart with Vin Diesel, which if you haven't seen, it's a decent movie. I, I would recommend it. It's it's good, and he's funny. Timothy Oliphant, not Vin Diesel. He's very serious. Very serious. Amazing Race is over for this season, and it was enjoyable, and I was happy with the winners who won. If you're watching it, I won't tell you, because, well... I know, I thought I'd be all like, spoiler this, spoiler that. Maybe have it, you know, DVR'd and you're waiting. So, there you go. Enjoyed this season more than I thought I would. And what else have we got going on? Trying to think here. Because we're watching, oh, Alone. They're four, se- four episodes in this season. And it's it's pretty crazy. Their shelters are better this year. They got some people who can really build some shelters. And I can't offhand remember where they are other than, one of the coldest places, but it's not Antarctica. I, I, I'm no, I'm no, I'm I'm a lot of help at times. Help you pick things, right? And that's about it for TV and stuff because things have been, you know, like I said, pretty hectic around here. When it rains and then it dries up, there is a lot of grass to cut. Sometimes it takes me four hours to mow the lawn, and that's using a zero turn. Imagine if I had to walk it. I'd have some badass calf muscles. And some good exercise. For to but would you ever get done? So yeah, keeping keeping it going. We're working on uh, getting the property spruced up and bringing some life back into it and getting some use out of it. Plus, who doesn't love a freshly mowed lawn? It just looks so beautiful. It's kind of like vacuuming carpet. You get it all clean. You're like, man, look at that carpet. Plus, work has been crazy. Warmer weather brings more business. And people go on vacation, and we get to train dogs, more of them, and work away. And it can be great, unless there's giant thunderstorms and stuff. We actually had a tornado warning yesterday. Ah, I forgot to talk about Hobbs and Shaw, the latest trailer. Holy, maybe I talked about that last episode. This is how my brain works. It's just full on all the time. Sometimes at night going to bed, it's hard to shut it off. Sometimes I can read some gibberish and and pass out. But if you haven't seen the trailer to this, it looks so insanely fun. I just love over-the-top fun action that doesn't take itself seriously. But it's just so incredibly cool to watch. And even cooler is if it's practical versus CGI because that just makes it more fun. Kind of like in Blade 3... Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Triple H they had some fight scenes and I watched some behind the scenes stuff and 
Triple H slams Ryan Reynolds pretty hard to the floor, and you could hear the people back behind going, oh, I couldn't imagine being even just punched by a pro wrestler. Crazy. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever be like, hey, dude, that's fake. Because I think he'd show me, you know, it wasn't fake. So looking forward to Hobbs and Shaw. And Spider-Man is just around the corner. Could really use a fix after Endgame. Speaking of which, they've re-released it with extra footage. I don't think they've re-released it here at my theater. But I I probably wouldn't go see it. I'd probably just wait to see it at home. Because it is a long run time. And being summer, I have to be selective. And now that, you know, my movie pass and Cinemia cards have been revoked because the service crapped out, it'd be nice if Regal did something because I don't have an AMC near. Uh, but they get you addicted and then just cut you off. It's not fair. You're probably really curious what I cracked open at the beginning of the show. How about take a guess? Okay, you give up. Death Wish Cold Brew. You can order it. They got unsweetened black and slightly sweet. Currently, you can purchase on Amazon. I'm not sure why you can't get it from their site. They also have, coming soon, cream and sugar latte. Which, I wouldn't mind trying slightly sweet and cream and sugar latte. Uh, just one can. I don't think I want to buy four. Because I really like my coffee black. I like the co- flavor of coffee. What can I say? And some people like what, you know, the additives do. Be it whatever. I mean, they want to add some coconut or, you know, the uh, toasted marshmallow flavoring to coffee actually is pretty damn good. Anyway, we're talking Death Wish Cold Brew. On Amazon, the uh, slightly sweet and unsweet black you can get. It is smooth. It's 8 ounces. It's 15 calories. You're looking at 300 milligrams of caffeine. It is really smooth, and it tastes great. Even cooler, it's better than Red Bull for you. I used to be a big energy drink guy. Monster, I mean, two, three, sometimes four a day. Even some of the big ones, just because I really love the flavor. Not so much that it gave me energy, but I just like the flavor. And I do like the flavor of Red Bull, too. But health-wise... Coffee has got to be the better route to go because you're getting so much less put into your body and have to work to put, I don't know, health. It's what we're looking at, but that's, I, I, I'll tell you, eight ounce, I already drank it this episode while you weren't even looking. Poof, it's gone. I, I was like, hmm, tasty. And the link, of course, will be in the show notes for you to check it out. I know I've probably been slouching on music to recommend too, but sometimes I'm just listening to the same old stuff and haven't come across anything. There is a a guy on Instagram that I follow who does amazing reviews of albums and different music. He's got a really great collection going and he does some really good reviews. So I was reaching out to him to see if I can read some of his reviews here to you people that listen because his reviews are great. I really like it. It's it, it. Minor, I was like, hey, you should check out ACDC. They're cool. (laughs) He gives reason why you should listen. So I'm seeing if he doesn't mind if I didn't want to read his reviews here. Because what if he's like, hey, don't do that, dude. And they'll be like, whoopsh. That's my sound effect slap. It's like, whoopsh. How's that? That doesn't even sound. Here's my Foley work. Oh, 
I don't even know. Anyway, so if he gives me the go-ahead, I'll read some of his reviews, and you could check out the music there, which I thought was a cool way to cover music and maybe have somewhat of a guest. Of course, if you ever want to talk to me, there's millions of ways to do it. Actually, probably only five or ten. Three, Facebook, What the Pat Podcast. Instagram, What the Pat Podcast. You can email me, whatthepatpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, there's another thinking. Oh, yay, my website, whatthepat.com. As you can see, I always put a lot of planning and time into this. Mostly time more so than planning. I, I tend to uh, roll with what's going through the week on the day I record and talk about it with you and, and stuff that's stuck with me. Sometimes I've tried recording ahead of time bits and pieces as it comes to mind, and I don't feel it flows as well. I feel that we're not connected then, and it's kind of choppy. So I try to do it sitting here, talking like we're in the same room, going over stuff and, and covering fun things and having a good time. And I do appreciate everybody that listens. It'd be great because I left out the part. You could leave me a voicemail. That will be in the show notes, so you can do that. And I'll put you on air. On air, is it? I guess it, I guess it fits. Put you on stream because it's not live. I don't know if I'd ever do live. I might do live if uh, Stephen and Jonathan and uh, Discord Accords and I can never line things up because they're three-hour time difference. I'm not getting up, be up at 3 a.m., Maybe. I don't know. But check them out. Discord Accords. Always talking about different stuff. And it's cool. So it's not the same old, same old. Uh, today in the news, we're going to talk about this and we're going to talk about... They talk about comics, conspiracy theories, documentaries, movies, odd news, fun facts. It's They cover pretty much everything different and fun and cool. Of course, on their show, you probably won't, you know, hear things of like, hey, Kevin, you should get a pool robot vacuum. He told me why he's not gonna, and I agree with him on that, why he's gonna do it manually. That's between us. I could talk beer, but I don't drink enough beer to even talk about it. So I talk coffee. Death Wish, really? Really? I, you, I, you can't go wrong with me. I do have a photography project um, coming up soon that I, hopefully I can talk about. I don't want to talk about it right now because I don't know if I can. But it should be cool and interesting once that hits and I can share it with you. And uh, you can tell me what you think and how cool it is or not. But you can also go check out my photos, patrickdanforth.com. Always much appreciated. And uh, see the stuff that I do do. I have been shooting film for the past year and I found it to be a lot of fun. And I, I realize I know more about the camera than I actually thought I did because when I first shot film years and years ago, the camera was just a difficult thing to figure out. And since switching to digital, I've learned a lot. And now when I pick up a film camera, I'm like, oh, I know this setting, this setting, and this setting and how to do it and everything. And, uh, Quite a few of the photos have turned out really great, and some not so great, but I think sometimes it depends on the film and the camera, and of course the setting I have, and I've got mm, quite a few different cameras, uh, different film and stuff, so you can find that on my website too, some film I shot. What's cool too is, it's a lot slower process of course, so I have some film that I've been shooting photos on right now for probably a good three months, and I do try to keep a log of what's on the roll so I know 
uh, what's there and stuff. But what's cool is once it gets developed and seeing the photos. I find that to be fun too, going, oh yeah, you know, because that was always a cool thing as a kid, you know. Not instant, you get the film back and, and everything. And then when they came out with one hour photo, you're like, holy crap, waiting that hour to get them and then you get photos and all of that. And I lost my train of thought as far as photos and everything. But there you have it. Oh, who do I use? I use thedarkroom.com. I'll put that in the show notes too. They do amazing work. And the film photography project is where I get film from. And they have all kinds of different types of film and everything. I had reading about some of the film is really cool and what it does and what you could do. Because nowadays everybody's just dropping filters on things and, and editing and stuff. So it's neat to shoot some black and white film that has a different feel and texture to it. And I would really like to get into some different printing of photos, too, because there's some really neat paper out there and all of it. It's such a cool art. It's neat seeing it come back. It's even cool, too, to see vinyl coming back and people getting into records because I think vinyl, like I said before, on a, on a beautiful stereo just sounds rich and pure. And there's people who are just digital heads and, and love their digital stuff, and that's cool. And that's why I think it's neat to have so many kinds of different mediums and formats and everything and uh, i do love digital because you could take so much music with you when you go somewhere when i uh, was in the navy i flew back to washington state from california to get my uh, 1984 granada that my uh, my mom had it then my grandma gave her car to my mom and then said you got to give that car to patrick (laughs) so she i don't think she was very happy because she loved that car And it was a pretty cool car. And it was a free car for me. So I flew up and I got the car. You're like, Pat, where is this story going? So this is where the story's going. I had purchased a stereo at, um, oh, what was the name of the place? I think it was Silo. It was similar to uh, Circuit City. So I picked up a tape deck because, well, CD players were outrageously expensive at the time and I could afford that. Picked up a tape deck, flew back to Washington, installed the tape deck in the car, And I think I had four or five tapes with me for the road trip from Washington to California, uh, San Diego, which is like a 22-hour drive and five tapes. And you don't always get radio. Two tapes that I remember wholeheartedly, That I, one of which I don't think I've listened to since that trip, was uh, George Thorogood and Boogie People, which, if if you don't start drinking, I'm going to leave is one of the tracks on there. But... I wore the heck out of that and got so sick of that tape. And then uh, Black Crow's Shake Your Moneymaker, which I could still listen to to this day because I believe I took a good break from listening to that. But at, at a point, I was like, man, I should have brought more music. But I I just grabbed a bag and flew because I wasn't supposed to leave a certain area when I was uh, uh, not on duty. So I did this on the slide, flew back really quick, and, and I got lucky. But... In the digital age, could have had so much music with me, like an iPod or something, and, and cool. But, yep, got my car to San Diego, and, and there's that. And really, that's the longest distance I'd ever drive. And I was, uh, I think I was 19 when I got the car. Maybe 20. But that was the furthest I'd ever driven. It was also my first experience ever hitting traffic, because I learned to drive in concrete Washington. No, Steven, I'm not from there. Anyway, I spent two years of my life there, graduated from there. There's a movie about it, This Boy's Life, with Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. And, oh, hold on, I remember her name. 
Ellen Barkin, which you should know these three act- actors. Uh, it's, it's based on a memoir by Tobias Wolf, who actually grew up in the character DiCaprio's plane. I think that's the best, best way to put it. Anyway, it was kind of cool. Enjoyable movie, and it was cool. I watched it actually in San Diego because I wasn't in concrete at the time of filming. And my sister's actually in it, and some friends I went to high school with are in it, and they didn't have to change concrete too much to uh, show the movie. So it was it was neat. It was cool watching it in San Diego. And as I was getting up to leave the theater, I hear a couple ladies be like, I wonder if it's still like that there. And I got to be like, yeah, I actually went to school there, and it looks pretty much the same. Had a lot of good times, made a lot of good friends there. Good old sidetrack Pat, right? So my first experience with traffic was Los Angeles. I believe I hit it about two in the afternoon and I have never seen anything like it in my life. And then made it to San Diego about 6.30 in the evening and parked the car and crashed as in went to sleep. And then I learned to drive pretty much in California, which is great. I think it's a good place to learn to drive. You may beg to differ, but hey, (laughs) you know, I did drive in Korea once in the snow. First time driving in the snow. Take L.A. traffic and then stack it up by 50. It was just, again, insane. And I'd never driven in the snow and it wasn't my car and it was just crazy. And everybody, we made it safe to where we were going. Now, driving a moped in Korea, that's a lot of fun because you're allowed to go on the sidewalks, the crosswalks, any which way that you can go anywhere. There's really no rules, rhyme, or reason. Just use your horn, people move out of the way, and off you go. And what are the sound differences between when I'm sitting here at my desk doing it in the house where I enjoy doing it uh, versus a quick setup, run, use the blue Yeti in my phone, makeshift studio, and go. There you go, my unbiased review, and uh, sorry about the hum sound in there. I had to kick a fan on. I think I moved it. I think I fixed the sound, if you're wondering. I'm in the RV recording. It's it's my studio at the moment. It's a quick studio. What's cool is I'm using the Blue Yeti hooked up to my phone and just sitting out here talking to you. Playing the sultry sounds of the 70s. Not really. I don't have any sultry sounds in the 70s, but there you go. Catching up on Deadwood. And I'm excited because Alone is back. I believe fourth episode is Fixing the Air. Really enjoy the show. It's it's cool seeing people go out in the middle of nowhere and survive and see what it takes. And it's crazy what breaks some people down and what other people just slough off and keep going. Food would be my biggest issue because I tend to freak out when there's no food. I guess I just don't want to go hungry. I don't I don't like the thought of starving. And going on a show like that or Survivor would be would be hard for me because I I enjoy food and hate wondering where my next meal is going to be coming from. I remember when Transporter 2 came out and Steven and our friend Jay went to see it cuz I was like, "Dude, we got to go see Transporter 2." Jason Statham, the first one was epic. Let's go watch it. I remember this one scene where there's a bomb on the bottom of his car, and we're watching it. And I'm like, I wonder how he's going to get out of this situation. Because I, I think that, I do. I'm like, how are you going to get out of that situation? And I never, <laughs> I couldn't see this coming. I would. It, it's crazy. I like the thought that goes into stuff like this. 
So you see a crane with one of those hooks on the end dangling in the air. And there just so happens to be a jump. So what's he do? Yes, he jumps the car, he spins it, he hooks the bomb with the, the hook on the crane, and then flips the car back over and lands it. Steven looked at me and was like, Jesus. <laughs> I don't think he thought it was as cool as I did. I don't know. That's my memory of it. Maybe Steven will correct me on that. But I, I thought the movie was decent for a sequel. It wasn't as good as the first. And the third was pretty wild, too. But anyway, I just like some over-the-top action and when they get, you know, the thought that goes into it. Because sometimes it's, it's cool and you got to one-up it and everything. I won't even talk about the new Charlie's Angels trailer coming out because he... here, let me let me break it down for you. <sighs> oh, you're back! All right, so Hobbs and Shaw definitely on my list. Spider Man, I'm dying. I can't wait to see it, but it's not out yet. I actually had a whole bunch of audio from all of that, and I thought I'm gonna redo this because I wasn't feeling it, and I like to feel it. I like to be like. This is what the pat. This is what it's about. And having fun. I want you to be entertained. And have as much fun listening as I do putting it out there. Because I want the quality in the recording. And that wasn't doing it for me. But uh, it's episode 31. I'm done. I'm wrapping it up. Getting out of here. Hopefully you are having a great whatever you're doing. If not, take a break. Gather your thoughts. Put them back together. It should always be great. I'll be catching you next week. Again, if you got any comments, questions, feedback, you know where to reach me. I'll do my best to make sure I have show notes. I'm not even sure you look at the show notes. Do you? I mean, I look at some show notes sometimes, but you know, you could just even just email me. Chances are me remembering something. I mean, you know, it's there, but I'm out. I'm gone. I got skis to do. Think about it. Thanks for listening.